Welcome to the People and Performance Podcast, offering tips and expert insights into the strategic capabilities, behaviors, and results needed to grow and sustain employee performance. In this episode, we consider some data-backed L and D strategies to boost employee performance. Our guest is Hassan Farouki, Director of Learning and Development, North America for OSL Retail Services. Listen as we ask what performance looks like in the retail industry today and how to successfully create L and D programs that can increase your bottom line. Enjoy this conversation Chris and Bill had with Hassan. Hey Hassan, it's great to have you here with us today on the People and Performance podcast. Thanks for having me, Bill. So let's get straight into it then. Your role over at OSL is it's pretty varied and it includes developing training strategies, training plans, uh, train the trainer courses, as well as designing sales and training tools, online training content, workbooks, leader guides, in-store training, certifications, and more. Give us an overview of an L&D professional's core competencies, if you don't mind, and, and what you see as the credentials needed to succeed in such a role. Yeah, great question, Bill. Um, and and I'll, I'll really try to do my best to do justice to it. <laughs> Um, so from a L&D core competencies um, perspective, I think an L&D professional must be proficient, you know, in your standard areas of learning competencies, partnering with clients, assessing performance needs, designing curricula, designing learning experiences, um, evaluating learning, um, facilitating learning, um, and, and really supporting the transfer of learning. Uh, those are, I think, the core competencies any L&D professional needs to have. Uh, in addition to this, I also think what makes a very well-rounded L&D professional uh, that I believe is that they must have great communication, have solid organizational awareness, understand what the organization's doing, be really good at researching, have exceptional organizational skills, and have a perpetual enthusiasm to learn and, and really be proficient with technology as it pertains to e-learning tech. So understanding how LMSs work, LXPs work, um, you know, being able to use authoring software, the Microsoft suite of products, so on and so forth. Uh, I also, from uh, the second part of your question, credentials, I, I definitely say it helps to have uh, some level of formal education, whether it's college or university level um, in any field. Uh, human resources or psychology, I feel fit really well for the, for the job that, uh, that's at hand in terms of learning and development. Um, and outside of that, while I don't think it's totally required, designations such as CTDP, uh, that the Institute for Performance and Learning offers, the CPTM, um, as well as a few others, I think they add value and certify that the individual has a strong level of understanding of the L&D role, uh, but certainly it's not, uh, it's not a deal breaker. It's not an absolute requirement to have these. Excellent. That's a great overview. So thank you for that. So next question for you. What does high performance look like in the retail industry? So uh, again, really good question. Um, I'll try to do justice to this as well. I think today's retail landscape has completely shifted. Uh, there's so many products out there. Um, and for me, it all boils down to excellent customer experience, ex excellent customer service. Uh, and so reps and associates are able to, to deliver that uh, to me are, are the ones that are, are performing at their highest possible. Um, majority of the things that you buy in store today, um, including groceries, in fact, uh, you can now purchase online or do 
you know, uh, in-store pickup or curbside pickup. Uh, so the key differentiating factor for me that I really believe makes me want to go into a store uh, and, and make a purchase is really being able to spend quality time with someone uh, and, and really receiving that level of customer service and, and the willingness for someone to help me. And I think uh, more now than ever, especially, uh, you know, as things have evolved over the last couple of years, I think it's become a lot more pertinent to have these skill sets um, uh, and to ensure that they're, you know, the reps are performing uh, and delivering on that customer experience uh, for sure to ensure customers continue to come back into retail stores. Yeah, I like that. I think it's, you know, as we look on from the HR side too, it's it's employee experience as well. So just making everybody feel good and in tune with where they're at and welcomed or belonging as we heard in a, in another podcast we did a while ago. So now let me ask the question. So as you've, have you, as you've gone through your experiences here, how has managing performance and professional learning changed in the last couple of years? And when I ask you this question, has it changed for you as a result of working from home for some of your people? Um, So, let me answer the second part first. I think the the work from home piece, um, uh, definitely, I think there's more use of technology now than there's ever been before um, to really close the, the learning gap, uh, especially since face-to-face or instructor-led options uh, have become more limited or more difficult to deliver on. The experience has become more challenging because it's not the same experience to deliver or facilitate content over Zoom or Connect or WebEx or whatever other platform people use today, companies use today, as it would be in a classroom setting or in a conference room or perhaps um, you know a meeting room that people would book. So things have definitely shifted. Um, and I think it's a learning curve for both facilitators from an engagement perspective as well as the learners from a learning perspective. From a managing performance piece, um, yeah, you know what? I, I think it's it's become a bit more, uh, definitely become a bit more challenging, especially if uh, remote work is in play. I know, you know, folks are now going back into work, going back into retail stores. So I think managing performance has shifted uh, a little bit. And the traditional mindset of, you know, doing your, semi-annuals or biannual, uh, yeah, semi-annual check-ins or annual performance reviews. I think those um, companies that are continuing to do that will struggle if they're not already struggling to, um, uh, from an engagement perspective. And as you said, Chris, from a belonging perspective, I think, you know, for our, I can speak to our organization, we've migrated away from that and we've moved more towards regular quarterly check-ins and doing assessments and talent assessments and making sure we're constantly communicating with people. And that has changed the way the outlook, the, the way people perceive the organization, as well as how people perform in the organization, because they're getting consistent feedback, not a once or twice a year, sit down with their leader, letting them know things that they should be improving on. So I think the performance management piece itself um, has changed and uh, it's moving. It's become a lot more agile. It's we're, we're doing away with the traditional uh, traditional ways of doing check-ins now. I love the agile statement. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there. And I think people demand it. And I think that's the coolest thing that, and as we morph into more of that, it's, uh, if an organization is ready to do it, I think you're going to see better success too. So cool. Thanks. So I'd love to hear from you now who you think needs to be involved in creating or maybe recreating an L&D strategy. I mean, in, in your case, you work closely with the COO, directors of operations, sales, finance, and HR, among other 
various internal and external partners um, over at OSL. That, that's that's a lot of people. That's a lot of di different departments. Um, to to get your L and D strategy right, do you need all of those different voices? Can you can you streamline it? What what's your take? Yeah. Um, so I think L and D is is critical. Any any organization that has an L and D unit, it, you know that that team is very critical to the success of that organization. So I think from a learning perspective, a lot of this is driven. You know, when you think about the retail space or even the non retail space, the end the end consumer is the learner, right? Could be any level. It doesn't matter if they're at the field level or all the way up to the C suite. People are, need to continuously learn. So as we talk about. Um, it's probably a different question, but talk about, you know, learning organizations or organizations that want to become learning organizations. Everybody in the organization must be willing to um, expand their capacity and get better at things and, and really uh, become solid in their role and obviously continue to build capacity uh, within their um, within their role and beyond. Um, I think it's important for the L&D uh, folks to really have a strong seat at the table, be able to work with multiple stakeholders. So from a strategy point of view, you know, outside of the members of the L&D team that are constantly tweaking and, and uh, tinkering with the strategy, you definitely want to make sure you, you always have a sponsor for things. So that's where I start. I always start from, you know, connecting with my COO or CEO or a managing partner and saying, here's what we'd like to do. Here's the direction we'd like to take. So make sure you have a sponsor, somebody backing you up, and then they can help you deliver the message as well. And then stakeholders from various disciplines, as you'd suggested, operations for us, human resources, loss prevention, finance, go to market, doesn't matter. Um, different, uh, different stakeholders involved, including grassroots. I think it's important. A lot of organizations that uh, do this well start at the uh, or include the grassroots folks, people who are going to be delivering the experience, also include them as part of the stakeholder group to ensure that there is early buying and adoption uh, of the change drivers the organization is looking to build. And, and L&D is all about driving the business forward and, and bringing about change through change leadership and change management. So it's important to have all of these folks at the table uh, helping craft and curate the um, L&D strategy, in my opinion. Hassan, thank you so much. Well, it comes to that point in our in our session here it's time to wrap up and we ask every one of our participants in our podcast series the following question from a culture and people per processes perspective what does a high performing company mean to you uh from a people and culture perspective uh, a high performing company to me is one where people are constantly pushing new boundaries and where employees feel a sense of belonging um that term resonates quite a bit with me um you know a lot of folks are uh, companies are out there, uh, you know, really writing up their diversity and inclusion strategies, especially with the latest, uh, the, the latest events, recent events that have happened over the last couple of years. But I think for diversity, you know, physical attributes, inclusion is, you know, being in kind of, you know, being asked to dance. So uh, the, the analogy that we usually give uh, within our organization is, you know, diversity is being invited to the party. Uh, inclusion is um, being asked to dance. For me, belonging is wanting to dance, and there's a huge difference. You could be asked to dance, but wanting to dance is a very different, uh, very different feeling. So having that sense of belonging is is very important. And I think from a culture and people um, process perspective, I think that's that is what creates a very strong, high performing organization. Okay, super. This interview's gone very quickly, Hassan. Uh, before we do finish off for today, uh, what, what's coming up for you? What, what, what's the big focus for the next twelve to twenty-four months uh, when it comes to, to your role? And and also, how can we learn more? How can how can folk connect with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, the big focus for for me, my team, our organization continues to be um, driving learning through technology. We really take advantage of technology. Um, and, and, and while I say that, I, I'd like to add an end, make the experience more human. I think with technology, people assume the technology will take over, it'll take care of things. Um, and that's not an integrated strategy. So uh, for us, the focus, the big focus is continue to drive learning through technology, making the experience more human. Um, and look, there's a lot of cool content out there. A lot of companies really investing in the L&D space. Um, I'd say attending conferences help a lot, uh, definitely adds value to what other organizations um and learning from other organizations what they're doing well what they're not doing well what works for them what doesn't work for them i think those are all great ways of of learning more um and i can you can reach out to me uh via email my email is h-f-a-r-o-o-q-i at oslrs.com uh more than welcome to reach out i'd be happy to uh set up some time to chat with some Awesome. Well, uh, I've really enjoyed today's chats. Thank you so much. I'll leave the uh, the, the closing words here to uh, to my esteemed colleague, Mr. Buelling. Well, thank you. Um, Asan, this has been excellent. I love your diversity of thought as we've gone through the different pieces on L&D and performance management and, you know, the strong forecast of the future where we're going here, especially in the retail space. But I think it also applies to everybody else too, um, putting together an L&D process and program. So thank you very much for the time today. Look forward to learning more about you as we continue on and appreciate your time. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, Bill, for having me on your podcast today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the People in Performance podcast. Follow us on social media and remember to subscribe.